Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Chris and Alan will be sharing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Both hosts are authors and businessmen and have been mentoring and consulting for their clients for over 50 years with their combined knowledge. So without further ado, we have an exciting show for you today. Let's get started. Hey, good morning, Think Bold, Be Bold audience. Uh, This is Alan Witch. And uh, here with my wonderful co-host, Christopher Cumby, and a great guest, Barry Lobb. Now, this, yes, it's a little different. Uh, Chris isn't introducing today. Um, I'm introducing today, and we're doing that because we're kind of, uh, kind of going to roast and host Chris today. And uh, Barry and I wanted to uh, get on and, and tell you a little bit of background about how we all got together and um, also to talk about the benefit that Chris is bringing to his tribe and to this audience uh, with uh, the uh, development of his book and some of the, uh, the other content that he's, uh, that he's bringing and he's launching that uh, we think is going to be extremely relevant, not just to our current base, but to uh, the rising, uh, uh, rising millions and billions, if you will, that are coming on the market. And so a little bit different twist today, but that's okay. So go ahead and take out your your notepads, and you're going to get some good insight today to all three of us, our relationship, how we uh, all came together, and uh, where we're headed, and uh, really kind of kind of put Chris on the pedestal today and and talk about him. And uh, it's going to be a transparent conversation. You're going to get some great content as to what Chris is bringing. And uh, with that, welcome Chris and welcome Barry. Well, hello, hello. Yes, fantastic. And Alan, Chris is the common thread that has sewed us together. Very much so. And um, Chris, if I may share a story about how and when we met, I'd appreciate that. Yes, of course. I mean, you know, this has taken me by surprise um, (laughs) from a perspective of, uh, you know, our regular uh, show and and how we air it. But uh, by all means, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Very good. Um, it just so happens that, Chris, what, would you say it was two years ago? Yes, yeah, for sure. Okay. About two years ago, this time of the year, I attended a program in Los Angeles called Author 101. And once one of the programs was over, um, and, and I believe it, it was evening and people are mulling around And I had just been walking past um, the bar area, and there were several people there, said hello. And this gentleman put out his hand and said, hi, I'm Chris. And I'm somebody who really listens to his gut and really has some intuitiveness around things. And it just came over me, and and I felt like, wow, this is somebody who I need to know. The irony is we never had an opportunity to speak again at that conference. Do you remember that, Chris? I do. Yes, absolutely. And we followed up after the conference. And, Chris, I'd say virtually just about every week since that time, we've been in communication. Uh, with uh, with some small exceptions, absolutely. Uh, it has been uh, a weekly call at, at some point during the week. We typically st- 
you know, stayed on a on a schedule, but um, sometimes other things prevailed. But uh, yeah, I would say um, we we've talked since then, definitely. And it hasn't just been talking, Alan. Um, it, it it has been literally a two person mastermind, and we realized that we are operating on a fairly similar vibrational level on the one hand. And on the other hand, we realized that as we enhance each other's space, it is allowing us to give more, be more for the universe at large. And uh, uh, I had already developed a best-selling book. Chris did pick my brain a little bit about that. But Chris... I I would like to hear and let the audience know what has been that driving force that made you put that book together? Because we both know it is not an easy task. Uh, an understatement at that, especially when you have a you know a family and uh, you've got businesses and and you've got dreams and you know other things that you want to accomplish in life. Um, you know, one of them being the book, uh, especially and and you know really why I put the book together and and how it expanded was was quite simple actually. You know, my my son was turning uh, eighteen years old, so this goes back just a, a few years now, uh, probably close to to four, and I wanted to give him something special. You know, instead of an Xbox or, you know, some sort of um, useless uh, form of technology. I wanted to give him something um, that was old school and that I know works. And I I put together a a journal for him. You know, I I wrote on the front of the journal, um, you know, handwritten, uh, this is your success playbook, or I called it the success playbook, uh, if I remember correctly. And I jotted down uh, a few things that uh, I wanted him to learn and apply to his life on the things that I learned, you know, through my journey, not only as an entrepreneur, but through life. You know, I certainly had, uh, you know, many setbacks in life and, and things that have happened to me that, you know, pivot me uh, in, in the direction, um, again, sometimes stalling, you know, my life and and, and putting me into um, a, a tailspin in, in some cases. But, you know, I think with all the things I learned, I was able to keep driving forward, you know, that motivating, um, heartfelt desire and ambition, if you want, uh, to do more with my life. And, and I, and I wanted to pass that on to my son. So I wrote, uh, you know, like a Renaissance man would, you know, some notes, uh, about life and, and, you know, generally speaking, what I call the foundation or, or, you know, in the book, it's now referred to the pillars of life, um, or better yet, the pillars to success that I found out, you know, are definitely, um, something that once learned and once, you know, really mastered the large, you know, mountains in life uh, become very small and easy to uh, overcome. So that was the motivating factor for the book. And then it just expanded. You know, I had this, um, in fact, it was, it was funny because um, I was at an event uh, and, and this is where I met Alan. And, 
I was introduced to this author's 101. I had no idea about what it was about. I got uh, given a, a free ticket, uh, actually from Rick Frischman himself, who you know holds and hosts the uh, the event, and uh, I was super excited. Now I was already already out in California at that time, and I know the event was only going to be uh, you know a couple weeks uh, later, so I had to go back and, and talk to my wife and you know, pretty much convince her that I had to go back to California. <laughs> so, you know, talk about not easy tasks uh, in life is, you know, being away from your family and, and kids and then having to, you know, flip back and, and follow your dream. But, you know, she's a wonderful lady and she understood, you know, my drive and my dream. And I didn't know what I didn't know. But I did fly back and, uh, you know, certainly from there I learned a lot more about the, you know, uh, a industry of being an author writing a book the ins and outs uh, you know as much as i can absorb i mean the event is jammed with uh, you know amazing people and, and amazing messages but the one thing that uh, really uh, resonated was uh, with me that i can you know i have an audience i i have you know something i can share and that's when it really grew to a a big level uh, in my heart that i wanted to help other people uh, mitigate the you know things that I had to go through you know learning the hard way uh, the pillars that I put in this book and and I expanded the book from you know let's say five or six chapters at the time handwritten to uh, you know fifty five thousand words later and and fourteen chapters so that was uh, that was the initial you know in, uh, introduction to the success playbook and and it certainly grew from there. Mm. Fantastic uh, journey. You know, this, what we're talking about here, folks, is not just a, uh, you know, an advertisement for, for Chris and his book. What we're also talking about is mentor reciprocity. And what I mean by that is that uh, when you make a committed decision to go and grow yourself and grow your business, whatever that might mean, outside of your own circle of abilities and your own circle of resources, you get exposed to uh, opportunity. And, you know, Chris and I met the same way. It wasn't at Author 101, although I do, I, I, I did meet Rick at uh, Brendan Bouchard's um, Experts Academy, and that's where Chris and I met with the, almost an identical story with berries. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen, I haven't seen Chris for a year and a half, uh, but we were able to start a business and foster a relationship at distance and I think that says a lot about what Barry was talking about about being in harmony and about uh, you know having a, a common thread and having the common mission and putting the right uh, energy out into the universe and having that then be reciprocated and and it is possible to build at a distance at a, at a distance and I know everybody's listening to this and thinking about how can they grow their business how can they grow their circle of influence you know outside of their own neighborhood and you know just understand that it is possible this wasn't planned what we three the relationship that we've developed you know in the last year and a half wasn't planned we didn't decide to do this prior to any events it just occurred it occurred without us even knowing it was going to occur but what's come from that has been some an amazing things and watching chris develop his book and talking about some of those things has been uh has been a real joy uh an educational journey for me to be able to witness that but also a position of honor to be able to uh, to be able to see and uh, become a part of where this is
is going and the formats that are being used in the marketplace to express and expose relationships like this and then how that can be used to foster your business or foster your personal growth and development is an amazing thing. And I'm just I'm happy to be a part of that and happy to be part of this conversation where we can bring this content and this medium to uh, to a larger contingent of people. If, if, if I might, you know, one of the things that we all do is we teach, we share, we impart. And we've been fortunate to develop, you know, this collective wisdom. And, and you know, and I have found, and this is why what you're doing, Chris, is so, so fabulous. You know, I, I have found that we go to these programs and very, very often we're hearing the same thing by the same gurus. And this is not to disparage anybody, but the fact of the matter is, is we all have within us a brilliance that so many people need to hear. And when you are doing, as Chris, you were with this book and Alan, as I'm getting to know more about what you're doing, when we're living our life with a purpose, something that we want to be remembered for, but we're not doing it for ourselves, we're doing it to better mankind, everybody wins. And that's what really this is all about. That's what drives someone to write a book because certainly... Um, you know, some of it is fun, but it's it's labor, and it's it's interesting. I, I use the word labor. It's almost like giving birth, and there's <laughs> some fun parts to it, and some pain associated with it. <laughs> and uh, uh, not that any one of us would know. No, <laughs> if guys had babies, there would be no more. Uh, I, I, I have, I have seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have seen it, though. Yes. Yes, and and um, I have shared some of that pain on several occasions. Uh, re- regardless, um, Chris, I'd appreciate if you shared because, yes, the book is awesome. The book is fabulous. But the journey of writing the book is something that people need to understand. Uh, So many people say, oh, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. They don't know where to start. And the fact of the matter is there is a lot to learn and a lot to develop and a lot to deal with in taking on such a venture. Uh, It would be great if you could share that with the audience, Chris. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, I think what, you know, I truly believe in is you don't know what you don't know. And when I first decided that I was going to bring this, you know, book to life, um, you know, that statement that I just said, uh, you know, really rang true. Because not only the book itself and the, and the journey to write it, and I'll, I'll certainly get into, you know, how I wrote it and, and you know, all the, all the nuances uh, involved in writing it, but... I, I would truly uh, say that, um, you know, the education really came uh, with um, finishing the book and then learning how to actually get the book out there was, you know, almost 
um, in a lot of ways, more difficult than I, I really knew because there's a lot of um, people that, first of all, tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and For sure. I had to you know, step back and take my own advice, the things that I actually teach in the book, and really discern and make sure I find the facts because the facts hide. And there's a lot of opinion and there's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people will love to take your money to, um, you know, during this adventure. And and um, when I actually started to step back and, and, and figure this whole thing out, uh, that's really when the magic happened and, and the police... Uh, the people actually just started showing up, the right people, that is, uh, to get my book in, you know, into the hands of, of uh, you know, the intended millions that I, that I believe can learn from this book. But most importantly, uh, you know, I, I learned how to do a crowdfunding, uh, you know, campaign uh, through Publishizer. Um, I learned to, you know, really edit a book, uh, you know, in a way that can, you know, hit best-selling um, status, which is, you know, really important. And I learned to basically bring uh, my book to life um, through a through a way that I, I think, you know, just generally speaking, you, you just don't know until you get into it. And, and I think that's what holds a lot of people back is, you know, why they don't, you know, go the distance. And, I, and I'll get into how I wrote my book and, and you know, certainly that journey. But it, it's at the end, you know, really getting it out there because there there are financial investments. There, um, There's this dream of selling lots of books, but you have to put a lot of work into it to prepare for that. And I think that's where a lot of people may fall short is along that journey, they don't, you know, do the research and understand that your platform is so important and you really have to put a lot of work into building the foundation, if you want to call it, prior to the book being completed. And um, you really have to build up that community and that, um, uh, you know, ability to get the book out there. And it's not just writing a book and then someone's going to pick it up and publish or you're going to self-publish and, and every, you know, all of a sudden you're going to sell thousands or, or, you know, if not tens of thousands of books. It really takes a lot of work. Now, if I roll back and, and talk about how I wrote the book, you know, as I'd mentioned, I have a family. I'm, I have four kids. I have a beautiful wife. I have two businesses. And, uh, it, you know, I was very taxed on time. But when I made the commitment and told people, um, not only just people I knew, but I, I announced it uh, to the world through my website that I was writing a book, I was I was two feet in. Then I had to figure out how I was going to do it. And I don't know if anybody has sat down, and I know you guys have, um, you know, uh, both Alan and, and Barry. And, you know, when you sit down in front of a computer, there's a lot of times where your creativity is, is just not there. And for me, I remember um, sitting there, the first chapter, it took me weeks. If not, if I remember correct, correctly, it, it probably took me a couple of months and I was like, wow, I'm never going to finish this book. <laughs> and I decided that I, I had to step back and understand, you know, for me anyway, how I was going to do this. And that's when, you know, I went, I, I always learned from walking. You know, I, 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 I 
I self-teach myself, if you want, if that's even a term. But um, I walk and I think and, you know, it gives me the opportunity to be creative. And that's when it hit me, at, you know, an epiphany, if, I, if you call it, that I can finish my book by utilizing technology and, you know, that the, the phone that I'm, you know, walking with can do all of that. And so I dove in and found out that Google Docs, uh, you know, is a great program to capture my voice and record as I'm walking and typing at the same time. And, it, and it's actually fairly accurate. I had to go back, obviously, later and, um, and fix it up. And, you know, it didn't get a couple words right or, you know, duplicated a couple words or some sentences just didn't make any sense. But I was able to use that um, to speed up the process for myself. And I utilized my Apple iPhone to do that. But, you know, if I, if I always look and, and I wanted to make sure then at that point, I, I was able to share this information that I, you know, thought was pretty unique because no one ever told me that you can write a book by walking and, and doing this. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to capture the data as well. And, and I always wear my Nike fuel band and, um, you know, I documented how many steps I took and I started you know, writing everything down and, and making sure that I captured the, um, the, the process so that if someone else was tacked Taxed, uh, t- um, taxed with time, uh, they could um, maybe use my process to write their own book and, you know, really inspire people to do so. And so I went on that adventure. You know, I, I, I got really great at uh, writing um, faster. But most importantly, I got better as an author as I went along because my last chapter literally only took me a couple hours. You know, so I started out with a couple months down to a couple of hours. And, um, you know, I had a lot of things going on between, as I'd mentioned, you, you know, life is there and you've got a lot of things that you have to do. I um, moved countries. Uh, I had a baby. Um, you know, our fourth, uh, our fourth child was born, uh, Bennett, and, you know, all in between there. And I moved a couple of times and I had a lot of things going on but I was to your point Barry about you know my my purpose I knew that this information can help others and that's what drove me every single day to keep going keep going you know you'll get it done you'll finish it and when it's finished you'll get to the next step and I'm a big believer that you'll walk as far as you can see and you'll see a little further and mm-hmm. uh, if I was to quote Zig Ziglar you know not exactly to his his uh, his words but I look at it you know life that way is that you just have to keep walking a little bit further and things will appear and 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 you'll get an opportunity to, to make a choice when you get there uh, whether you got to turn right left or keep going you know straight and uh, I think you know if we if we accept that responsibility along life I, I think you can um, definitely remove a lot of stress that I see so many people carrying and and that's why I wrote this book I want to help people remove things that aren't necessary and remove the noise that is just not necessary to 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 allow to come into your life and you know that that's where we ended up Chris and it requires faith in yourself and faith in the process with positivity which you totally emulate. You know, it's uh, it's a wonderful thing. Well, I appreciate that. Of course, um, positivity is is a definite, especially when there's lots of reasons to um, be negative. <laughs> you know, uh, when you hit a wall or your your mind's not working right, and and you, and you can easily beat yourself up a, a lot of ways. But <laughs> I learned to just you know park it, 
and come back to it. And that has helped me uh, definitely along the way. Hey, hey, Barry, I want to ask you, uh, if I can interject here, ask you a question about Chris. And uh, you and I both in, the, in similar uh, positions in that, well, none of us are, are near each other. We're having to develop our relationships and so forth at a distance. And I think that's a, a we talked about that a little bit before, uh, a great deal. But as you have grown to know Chris, and uh, you know his credibility in as as who he is, as the authentic person he is. It's what funny is, you um, said that, Alan. I the word <laughs> as you as you were introducing that was authentic was just ringing in my head. So it's it's no surprise you use that word. <laughs> <laughs> what well, what have you what have you learned about Chris? Uh, you know, and and and. I really want you to be, you know, this this whole conversation here is about reality and transparency. And um, you know, what have you learned about Chris? Because when you when you when you take somebody's book and and you read it and you digest it, you're under the impression and of the belief that this person has either been in your shoes, understands where you've come from knows your journey and has some true wisdom to be able to part you know to bestow onto you to help you get through either some hurdles or to evaluate opportunity and so with that note what have you learned about chris's character and his authenticity in this last year of of working with him not only on the book but on on his life and his travel and his mission well here, here here's what's so interesting because you know alan We've been told and taught things which has created beliefs. And most of those beliefs are just so inaccurate. I would say to you, one, I'm a street kid. And I would venture to say that so is Chris. And there's a strong maleness about us. However, we each have a huge feminine side to our personalities. There's caring and, and compassion and empathy. And it's such a nice dance. And when we speak and share with each other, and this is the beauty of what I find with Chris, I'm so comfortable that there's no agendas Ego is put aside, and we're very transparent with each other, very honest with each other. And I have found in my lifetime, it's rare that I have developed a relationship with somebody that was so clean, so pure, that for me, it, it's, it, it's, it's almost like a mirror. And, you know, Chris embodies just being real. And if the audience could take away from what we're saying that it feels so clean and, and wonderful to just be that way. And... You know, Chris, in your writing, your book, you were being transparent with a whole universe of people who don't know you 
and saying, this is what I believe. And this is where I'm coming from. And nowhere are you preaching or saying this is the way it has to be, just offering some food for thought. And, 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 and that's what, you know, I've enjoyed sharing so much. And Alan, before I even allow Chris to respond, why don't you respond to your own um, offering that you wanted to hear from me? Yeah, thanks, Barry. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I have to kind of reiterate what you said, and people are going to say, well, you know, that's, uh, you know, you guys sound like you're, you're you know, you're uh, rehearsed, and no, it's not that <laughs> there's, there's no rehearsal involved. It goes back to the, the attraction and the right energy, and I know those words are probably really overused in the marketplace, and I think, I think they're, they're safe words for a lot of people to use because they don't have to extrapolate and expand on what that really means. But when you're talking about you know, dropping your pants, so to speak, in a transparent mm. fashion and showing your vulnerability uh, of your not just your business life and what you're trying to transcend to your audience, but where you come from as a human being and the trials that you've had and the successes that you've had and being willing to to openly uh, expose yourself to the uh, the benefits, but also you know the critique that can come from that. Mm. I think is um, really an attractive piece, and I think that uh, you know our generations are, are are witnessing and knowing that, and that's something that I experienced from uh, you know from and with Chris over this last uh, well when we first met, but just over this year. The it hasn't been work. And what I mean by that is it there there's harmony in thought, there is harmony in idea, and there's harmony in vision. Mm. And we've just realized these things after sharing things mm. along the way. It just was a natural fit. And I would not have been able to write this recipe. That's not how I've come to know, you know, success and whatever that ends up being. You have to create it and go out and find it. And part of that, though, is is being open to the fact that you're honest and transparent with who you are. And that's being projected. And that's going to be received by somebody in some way, shape, or form. And some, you know, some, harm, some harmonious activity is going to occur. And to your point, Barry, that's what Chris and I have experienced. And I would even venture to say that we don't really even argue. We have, we're very opinionated about, but our opinions are aligned. And I don't mean that they're the same. I mean that they're aligned with a common goal and with a common mission and they complement each other. And so mm. there's, there's not as much room for conflict because everything's being charged back to a common goal and a common mission because that's who we're both about. And, and those differences, Alan, end up supporting each other, which is so. Curious. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Very much so. Very much so. It's a you know you're talking about a, a mastermind of two, but really it's a mastermind of the the compounded effect of those two people, and you know that's a unique. That's kind of that third dimension where you can really grab and add value. And I know that uh, Chris talks about that, so I, I'll be quiet here and, and, and let you go forth and, 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 and pose what you need to pose to Chris. Well, what's interesting is, and I know uh, if, if anyone 
thinks that where we are in life right now, someone just handed to us, it's been a journey. And we're all fairly well-read. So we have gathered um, a great deal of the wisdom of the ages. If you were to ask me how I have gotten to know what I know, haven't got a clue. Haven't got the slightest idea because I, I, I just feel like it's just come. It's, it's paying attention. And the process that we're sharing today is important not just to promote Chris and his book, but the fact that this is a learning and people need to be or allow themselves to be vulnerable and be transparent, but with caution. Not everybody is going to allow you to get away with exposing your vulnerability. And so here we are, where macho men and gentle um, sharers of what we've learned. So with that, Chris, why don't you once again take the platform and expound or go in another direction? Well, first of all, you guys talking about me? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> well, listen, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I appreciate that. And, you know, it's humble. I, I'm humbled by it because, you know, I made a decision a few years back that I was going to, you know, find new friends. You know, not because I didn't like the friends I had. It's just my dreams were getting bigger. And I wanted to find people, uh, again, that would support those dreams uh, without fearing those dreams or better yet, um, looking at me and saying, well, we knew you for the rest, you know, your whole life. Uh, you know, how are you ever going to get that dream? Because we just don't believe it. Um, so it was really important for me to separate that. And, and, and I took the leap and, you know, I decided that I was going to go and meet new people. And, um, you know, I went to events all by myself. I didn't take anybody with me that I knew. Uh, I went out there with the purpose of uh, attracting the people that I, you know, the people, again, the places, the events and circumstances started to show up. As I, you know, endeavored uh, writing this book, it, it expanded my, um, you know, horizons. Uh, it raised my vibration. I started to see more. I started to understand more. And, um, you know, I, I met you two guys and, and, you know, obviously many others and, 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 and they continue you to you know show up and you know now with our our show the show that I'm actually not now on myself um, is a good indicator of, of the people and the expansion that continues to happen but you know I, I again I, I think the big thing for everybody to understand is that when you make a decision that's when everything starts to transpire in your life. And, and I think that that's where most people fail. Is that it's that commitment. It's that commitment, Chris. Yeah. 
you know, be you're either all in or you're not in at all. Well, and and that's the big difference is people, um, you know, and and I'll, I'll put myself in that category is I know when I didn't actually commit and 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 make that decision that it would be loosey goosey, and a lot of times, you know, things would just fall short, but. I can look back on all the things that I committed to and made a decision to go after without worrying about how I was going to do it or, you know, who I was going to meet along the way or anything like that. And and, and to my surprise, um, and not so much anymore, but back then, to my surprise, the success just found me and, and the opportunities opened up, um, even sometimes when it was very grim. You know, I remember starting my first business and um, quite frankly, I didn't have two pennies to, to really rub together. I quit my, um, you know, several hundred thousand dollar job. Um, I had a little bit of money to, you know, keep me carrying over um, for a few months. I, I probably think about five or six months of, of saved income. Not very much. Um, but I decided that I was going to go on it my own and, and I was going to, you know, go after uh, an industry that, quite frankly, I was already in, but I was just going to do things differently. And, you know, I went after it and uh, I worked really hard and um, I learned a lot of things along the way I, 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 I fell on my butt several times and right to a point where if something didn't actually start to change I was gonna go broke completely flat broke mm-hmm. and um, I, I remember the day uh, when I had, you know, lots of irons in the fire, lots of great opportunities. And I remember, you know, sitting back and, and, I, and I think, um, you know, I picked up, uh, you know, the seven spiritual laws of success uh, by Deepak Chopra. Yep. And, uh, you know, I just sat back and read and, and, I, and I allowed myself to just feel everything, even the fear that I had, you know, not having, you know, very much money left. I I even remember, you know, I went to the movies with my girlfriend. um, And of course, she didn't know anything because, you know, she was my girlfriend at the time. And and I didn't allow her to know the financial, you know, you know, problems I I really had. So we went to a movie and, you know, I I could barely afford that movie, I remember. But later that week, um, you know, I closed over a million dollar commission. And that is the honest truth. You know, it just, I worked very hard. I went after what I wanted and I continued to go. But sitting back and, and actually feeling everything and looking at the fear straight on is really when it dismantled and I gave it no more energy because... Uh, again, uh, you know, reading a good book, and that was a good book. And that's why I believe books are so important because you can pick up, there's lots of great books. I mean, I believe mine is a great book. I'm biased to that. Some people have read it. They said it's a great book, and I believe that. But at the same time, there's lots of great books. You guys wrote great books. But it's all about the opportunity to sit down and read that book, and then something's going to come to you. And I truly believe that's the magic in a book. And that's why I wrote the book, is because there's magic in books. And that thing that can change you is sitting out there for you to go find if you have the strength and the courage to go after that. And and I'm a true believer in that. So, you know, again, I wrote this book for others. Uh, You guys are absolutely right. Uh, I didn't sit here to think about, you know, getting rich off a book or, you know, anything like that. I, I thought, hey, if I can help others with circumstances that I know they're going to face, if they don't know this information, then 
I'm doing a good service. I'm going to help many mitigate some risks and some exposures that they might not even know exist if they didn't have an opportunity to read this. And well, you know, that's Chris, really what I did. You know, Chris, I, I make a statement, and uh, you've heard it, and I, 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 I say this a lot. The similarity here is that we're all very selfish. And what I mean by that is we get so much back in return when we're helping others. And I, if, it, if it wasn't that there was so much um, reward, and I don't mean monetary, in how we help others, we couldn't do it. And that's where I, I call it that selfishness. And well, I think, yeah, that's I, anyway. I didn't interrupt you. Go ahead, Barry. No, no, you go, go ahead, Alan. No, I was going to say that that is <laughs> it is key because if you go into it with uh, an open mindset like that, that you really do just want to offer great assistance and and some wisdom from your journey, then that's what you're going to get in return. You're going to get that honest, that honesty and that transparency and that support uh, and that openness from the readers. And it's just, it's going to happen because they're going to see that. They're going to read it in the lines of your book and then they're also going to read that between the lines. They're going to get to know the person that wrote the book. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important is that it is a, you know, a view into the soul of the person. And that may sound a little you know, a, a little too wishy-washy, but if you're going to follow somebody and use somebody's uh, history and wisdom and tactics and and experiences to apply to your own, you're going to have to have some trust and belief in that person. And I think the more transparent that you get, the more that occurs. But then the more, to your point, Barry, the more you're going to get that in return. But I... I I just I want to I want to hang on that thought and and as I'm looking at your book on publisher Chris I'm I'm seeing a picture sitting there and I'm going but the book can do so much more than just be a book and I'm not minimizing the value of the book because the book is anybody's book is a gateway into possibilities and uh, pothole avoidance and uh, and association and collaboration and all those things. But I know there's a lot of authors out there that are looking at, you know, now that I have a book, what do I do with it? What can I do with my book to yet continue to express my mission and my goal and my my purpose for helping other people and with that comment i guess where where do you see yourself using this book to continue to fulfill your purpose and your mission as to what it is you want to achieve and give well that's a great question um i really you know again believe that there's four very important things that people need to understand and through life I I have learned that one of the most important things in order to you know really live your own life to really go after what you want to really have the things that you really desire the number one thing is be careful who you listen to mm. they will steal your dreams Mm -hmm. They will guide you in a, you know, a direction that is not right for you. You'll start living other people's life. You'll not go, you know, 
uh, you'll you'll be derailed in so many ways if you just listen to mere opinion. And I'm a big believer that you have to listen to yourself first. And those that you listen to next are the people that have what you want and have been where you are because they know the journey. They know what it takes. They know that um, the information, or better yet, the, the information that they're going to provide you is genuine and transparent. They're not trying to sell you on something or they're not going to push you in a direction that's not congruent with what you really want. And that is a big one. You know, and, and I designed, you know, most of the rest of the book around that part because I truly believe you need to know who you are in order to, you know, really know where you're going in life. And how do you know thyself? You know, how do you assess who you are? Do you take the time to sit down and do that um, very necessary um, uh, process, you know, to, to evaluate, you know, who you are? You know, I came up with a principle and um, many, you know, have never even seen or heard of this principle yet because I saved it for the book. I you know, do teach those who I coach and mentor this principle. But the principle is really simple and it's an acronym uh, to what I just said. Who are you? You know, if you look at that and you're able to assess, and, and this is a golden nugget for everybody that, you know, is listening and, and has the opportunity to, you know, tap into our, our show today, is that one of the, this very important principle right here can change everything for you if you can adapt it and, you know, use it daily in every circumstance, especially the circumstances where you're bumping into something or you're stuck. And what do, I, what do I mean by who are you and what the principle is? Well, it's really simple. If you take the A, what is your attitude? What is your attitude at that moment in time? Because it's such a guiding force in our lives that many people don't take advantage of looking at it and assessing themselves and really sticking to what I would believe is the most important is having a positive attitude. It has changed so much for me when I embraced it and no longer took the viewpoint of allowing negative to make the choices for me. And when you have a positive attitude and you're able to assess that attitude, no matter what circumstances you're in or faced with, it, you know, it's just a, an amazing and remarkable way to overcome some things that might seem insurmountable at times. The R is responsibility responsibility for everything. If you are the true creator and the science tells us that the law of attraction, all the other things that, you know, combine our lives are based on how we think and you are what you think about and all the gurus have gone before us and, you know, the Napoleon Hills, the Earl Nightingales, um, you know, Emerson, very few, very few know how to take responsibility for their own lives. And when you do, remarkable things will happen. The E is emotions. You know, we're emotional beings. We grew up, you know, for the first seven years crying about everything. <laughs> and some people still cry today about everything. <laughs> you know, true. we've never gotten away from that emotional, um, you know, part of ourselves. And, and we never really will. Unless you know how to assess your emotions and what I call the guidance system. You know, we have an emotional guidance system. We have a frequency 
And what I talk about in my book is that frequency, that ability to look at, you know, for example, uh, you know, anger. Anger is a frequency, but it's also an emotion. And so is, um, you know, bliss. Bliss is an emotion, but it's a high frequency. So how do you get from anger to bliss and the, all the other ones in between? And I teach people how to do that through this book. And not only that, the, what the principle is, is really just a, a reminder. And when you can use what I call hypnotic rhythm and you can you know, really utilize what I call neurolinguistic programming, which I believe everybody should you know, embrace and, 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 and tap into, this is when you can remind yourself in circumstances who you are. That's the whole principle about, you know, what that means and, and, and to self-assess and know thyself and know where you're going in life because it's so important. You know, when you're faced with a circumstance, what's the first thing you do? Especially if it's a negative one and, and something that's painful. Do you stop and think about, wait a second, it, you know, where's my attitude on this? Am I, am I, am I, you know, negative in this circumstance? Am I embracing that negative circumstance? Or can I, you know, and, and listen, I know we all go through things. And definitely sadness is, is something that, you know, we all have to, you know, have in our lives. And, and certainly we do go through that. But we can also be positive about sadness. We can use it to our advantage. And I just remind people how to do that through this principle. And I, and I think that's one of the most important aspects of, of why I wrote this book is because I truly believe if you know who you are, you'll be able to go after those things in life. And, you know, again, I have this foundation or pillars. Uh, you know, the first one, as I would mentioned, be careful who you listen to. And I'll just go through, you know, the four pillars very quickly for you. Always be learning. Always be a student mind. Always look at life as you don't know what you don't know. And if you embrace that every day, you can get up and learn something. And when you learn something, amazing things happen. You know, I wanted to learn how to be an author. Amazing things happened. I met you guys. I wanted to learn how to be an author. And guess what? I wrote a book. So you always have to be that student and, and, and have that student mind. You know, and change. Change is constantly going to happen. We try to hang on to the comfort zone in our lives. We don't want to stir, you know, the pot or, or rock the boat, if you want to call it. Because if we did, you know, it might get me off the couch. And if I get off the couch, then I'm not going to be able to watch Lost or, you know, all those shows that come on TV. And, and, and by, uh, by all means, if I don't do that, I, I'm going to have to fill my time with something else more productive. And, and my God, I don't want to do that because I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. But guess what, folks? That's where the magic happens. The magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So you must embrace that change. You must go after the things in your life. And it is going to get uncomfortable. It is going to get to a point where it's very uncomfortable. So the fourth and final pillar that I you know, talk about is know why you want something. You know, many people haven't assessed why they really want it. And when they get it, why do they really want it in the first place? Better yet, what feeling do they really want? Because that's really what it comes down to. How do you want to feel in life? And I think we all share this common one thread between all human beings. No matter what, where you're from, or who you are, what race you come from, or, you know, better yet, uh, the environment that you're in. We all want to have happiness. And whatever that happiness is to you, it might be different for me, but the fundamental feeling is what we're really going for and it's about being happy but 
you know, knowing why you want something will lead you to that. And, you know, generally that's going to be different for, you know, everybody. So making the why big enough is really going to, you know, drive that motivation and that desire and that ambition. And that's what, you know, my book's about, along with obviously some other tools and techniques that people can use. But I would say, you know, the pillars and knowing who you are is really what I, I focus on and help people understand. And that's what this whole, you know, um, uh, uh, cognition for me or epiphany of life was all about. And I, and I want to really make sure I documented it. So I went after it. Mm. In, in, in the spirit of transparency, um, while you were speaking, Chris, I felt compelled to make an observation. We are published authors. And the audience can look and say, oh, they are authorities. They've mastered this. Folks, in all sincerity, and I'm, I'm sure neither of you would disagree with me, none of us, no matter what level you achieve, we're not immune to some negativity. We're not immune to having fear. We're not immune to the things we teach and how to overcome them and how to deal with them. So it seems like, you know, with Maslow's, uh, you know, uh, steps or levels of self-actualization, um, as you reach the next step, there are newer challenges and newer fears come in and newer doubts come in. But we become better equipped to handle it. And the reason I'm sharing this is don't give up. Keep persisting and pursuing because the more you're in the game, the more you master it. And don't think there's something less about you or wrong about you or not enough about you when you have fears and doubts. It's human and it's normal. And we do feel pain. But, you know, Chris, I just wanted people to think that we're not above what they're going through. We just deal with it differently. It's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. We're still in a your life is a journey. And, you know, a good portion of that journey is going to be in the mud and the mire. And that's not a negative thing. That just means you're, you're, you're in the work. Mm. You're in the, uh, the, the part of creation. And if we're not creating, we're disintegrating. And, you know, there's a, there's a big reality that whether it be our physical body or be our mind. And if we're on, you know, further progression of great ideals, then we're going to constantly be in a state of uncomfortability at times. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's okay because with that and with that mission and that experience comes the desire for collaboration. Mm -hmm. And collaboration is what helps. Well, the three of us are collaborating here on an idea and uh, supporting, you know, the, 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 the strength and the unsuredness sometimes of our missions can be bolstered and supported by reaching out and finding those people that uh, and those situations that are in harmony and that's risky in itself because you, you go back to what we talked about earlier about being transparent and being vulnerable but the reward is so much higher 
Well said, Alan. Very, very well put. And I, I, I know we're kind of coming towards the, the end of time here. We want to, we don't want to go, go too long and, and be too repetitive. But I do want to make sure that, that uh, our listeners know where they can go to, to see Chris's book and to learn more about Chris. Uh, he's picked the we, – we talked about Publishizer, and it's Publishizer, I-Z-E-R, so Publishizer, one word, dot com. And there's lots of campaigns. Chris is on the uh, front cover of the campaign with the Success Playbook. So it's easy to find, uh, no uh, no fancy means there. But uh, Chris also offers uh, a, a unique piece that I've experienced, uh, only having seen the the publisher piece come in into mind, is that there's many different benefits that Chris has offered in addition to the book. And I want to make sure that the audience understands that this is not just a book promotion. This is a development promotion as well. And, and Chris has some some packages, if you will, for the lack of – and that's not really the right word. And I apologize for, for not picking the right word or knowing that in advance. But there's some, some additional value, Chris, that I'd like you to share and why you did it. Uh, the way you did it. Would you mind going through that? I know that the, uh, the audio, we don't have the benefit of obviously this being on, on the screen, but could you walk through the different uh, levels of value, if you will, that you've offered uh, the audience when they uh, participate in uh, in your book? Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd be happy to. And, and, and most importantly, I did the publisher Scheiser uh, comp dot com uh, campaign for a reason I did it to embrace community because you know today it's so important with social media and, and the ability to you know reach around the world there's a lot of people that want to be part of something and this is a great avenue just like Kickstarter is um, you know uh, for other programs and, and certainly books as well but this one in particular I picked because it, it gives the ability for people to be part of something and part of this community and I did levels of uh, entry uh, or what I like to call investment into this and, you know, number one was uh, just being part of something where they can get some acknowledgement in the book. And um, uh, that I thought would be uh, definitely uh, of benefit. They not only get benefit uh, of being part of the uh, acknowledgement, but they get to be part of something that we can all utilize. And that's a Facebook uh, community program um, or group, I should say. And the community group really allows you to go there and learn from, you know, others and see other postings and post your own stuff and be part of that. And because this thing is going to grow. And, and what most people don't understand is I've created uh, a uh, a series of books. You know, the me next book is underway. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I'll, I'll release it here on the show. That I already have the success playbook for athletes uh, coming out for the Olympics this summer, and I brought together 15 professional athletes, uh, ranging from you know all kinds of sports, the NHL, you know, the NFL, um, to the Olympics themselves, uh, some Olympians. Uh, but I brought it together to give the, you know, they're going to contribute to the book and bring stories about, you know, their endeavor towards uh, success or what that playbook for, you know, if a lack of a better word is is, is really designed, uh, you know, their success in life. And, um, you know, it's a place to, to go and learn. So it's about a series and you're not only going to be part of that, but you're going to be, um, you're going to be part of all the other books that will come behind that. So 
acknowledgement, you know, one, community uh, for two, but most importantly, getting the book itself because I wanted people to, um, you know, get a piece of something that I believe is big. You know, I believe in dreaming big and I'm not a small dreamer. You know, I, I know that this book eventually over time will affect millions of people because I will make it so. And that's what I've created with this to help a lot of people. You know, Alan, you and I talk about the rising billions and I believe they're the ones that are going to take uh, the, 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 the world that is now available to everyone and they're going to go after because they've never had it. See, what happens in North America, everybody came, became complacent and lazy, in my opinion, sorry to say, and maybe I'm just a little bit direct that way, but I believe there's a lot of people lazy. But there are a lot of people going to be available uh, coming online that are looking for opportunities. And that's what I wrote this book is to help those people, you know, learn some great techniques so that they can bring their life to a new level. So getting involved of, uh, you know, this community is going to do a couple of things. You know, first of all, be part of something. uh, And not only that... um, you know, just invest in something so that you can get something out of it as well. And I have lots of different levels. I won't get through every, you know, level right now, but you can come, uh, you know, and I've given value in every level that you um, get involved in. So, for example, if you come to Publishizer and you get involved, you'll automatically get a $500 uh, valued system that I put together with my coach. It's a free downloadable success meditation system. And I tell you if you do this just in itself never mind the book never mind the great information never mind being part of the community or acknowledgement but if you just come and get this free meditation system i'm going to tell you it's going to change your life because we designed it to do that and that's what i'm excited about doing is giving more value for people who have come and been part of this and and that's a big one and that's available at every single level even if you get to uh just an ebook and and you want to you know uh, enter the level um uh at a very uh you know minimal minimal cost to yourself but you're going to get a $500 system that uh you know i put together with my uh with my success coach and um it's it's pretty powerful stuff fantastic I think that says a lot, and this whole concept of of adding value is, um, I I think what it does is it addresses the levels of uh, participation, the levels of business, and the levels of growth that a number of people are in, because we're not all in it, you know, in in our life and in our business and in our personal development at the same place at the same time. And you're offering uh, different levels of support, reward, leadership, guidance, and so forth. And I, and I want to acknowledge you for that because that's not easy to do. Yes, they're different economic uh, uh, participation levels, but they're also levels that help you where you're at right now. And I think that's a, that's a big thing that uh, is happening. You talk, Chris, about the, about the rising billions, which you and I have talked about uh, in in tremendous amounts uh, the last year or so. And 
I think you're 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 right and you're giving the right offering the right amount of value and the right amount of participation and the right amount of burden, if you will, because learning is a burden. It's a good burden, but it's a burden for people that can pick where they're at in their life and this is the piece that I need now and here's where I can grow. And if sometime down the road I want to, you know, accentuate that or even step back from that, then I can. And I think this is where a lot of books are going to go in the future offering extended value because it's a great format. It's a great way to reach a lot more people. It's a great format for people to be able to look at and say, hey, I want to not only learn this, I want to participate in in this and then grow myself to whatever level that I want to achieve in whatever time frame. But then you've got a, a, a blueprint and a, and a, a a track that people can use to run on because this is not a hard philosophy, but it's something that you had to think about in the beginning as you were writing your book and you had mentioned that as how you're going to promote your book and how you're going to promote your mission. And I think this is a fantastic process for doing that. Well, thank you. And and yeah, I believe so too. I, I believe that I've laid it out very uh, nicely for people to uh, take some action in their lives, um, learn some new techniques, and better yet, to just improve themselves. You know, I, I, I take you know personal development very, very seriously. Mm. I believe it's the greatest investment you'll ever make in your life is when you can improve who you are. And I think, quite frankly, you know, that's what life's all about, is it just improving who we are. Uh, you know, Every day, who cares what happened yesterday? It's gone. It doesn't matter. You can never get it back, but you can make a difference now, and you can make a difference in you know the day after, and that's what I focus on, and that's what I try to help people uh, really see in their own lives. Is don't let whatever happened to you hold you back. You know, if I did, I can honestly tell you there would be no book, there would be no business, there'd be not much left to me really because. Who knows what have, would have happened to me if I, I really allowed life to get a hold of me instead of just you know, taking a hold of life and making it what I want. So I believe everybody has that opportunity, and I really wanted to make sure that I wrote a book that people can really use, make a difference in their lives. And better yet, I, just, I, I love watching people transform and having that aha. And just that little one thing, whether it's one chapter, two chapters, all the chapters, or just one word – I believe that something, you know, specifically in my book is really going to make a difference in someone's life. And that, and that was what it's all really about. Well, that's fantastic. And, you know, and, 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 and Chris, to your point, and it's, a, I have found it to be a difficult concept for people to embrace because it isn't natural. Don't play it safe. When you're playing it safe, you're cheating yourself. And when you're looking for security, it's an illusion. Play all out, work all out, be all out. Be the change you want to see in the world, as Gandhi said, and everybody benefits. And, and, and Chris, that's really the message you're, you're, you're sending out there. Just play all out and you'll get more in, in return for having done that. Absolutely. Just give it your best shot. Just give it your best shot. And I promise you that if you do that, the universe will respond. For sure. Totally. Hey, Barry, I want to thank you so much for being part of this uh, this 
host roast, if you will. Uh, hmm. I think it's a great format. And for those that, that uh, and I didn't do a very good job, and I apologize, Barry, for not promoting you more up front. Barry's a guest on, on the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast show just real recently. And uh, But the relationship that uh, Barry and Chris have, I think, is extremely important. And, and Barry, thank you so much for participating in uh, not only in this launch, but in Chris's growth and uh, for helping uh, Chris develop who he is and to accentuate the value that has been uh, brought to the marketplace because of uh, Chris's decision and to help him grow as a leader in this industry and to become a real needle mover. And I know that you had uh, a lot of impact and and say in that because you two have been working so closely over, you know, behind the radar for this time and Thank you so much for uh, for your participation and being willing and open uh, to to listen here today and to interject your your wisdom to us. Um, you're way 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 too kind. Um, it was my and is my pleasure to participate. It's the opportunity to do this is a gift, a very generous gift, and I appreciate that. And like we've been saying, what Chris is saying, I'm saying, Alan, you're saying, although we're imparting, it's not about us. Well, we are, I'm a conduit, I'm a vehicle. And I feel fortunate and blessed that I have some of those gifts. But when you thank me, it almost embarrasses me because... I get so much more out of doing it. And I, I, I often feel when I'm speaking, please don't be offended because I don't mean to preach. I just want to share. So thank you very much, Alan. Well, you're welcome. And uh, the value is there. And because that's your, your character, uh, that's who you attract and that's how you coach. And I know that's the influence that you've had on Chris. And Chris, I just, I, I just want to say that it is an honor for me to be your friend. Uh, it's an honor to be working with you on the, the, the missions and the, the vision that we have for the rising billions and, and how that's going to happen. And I truly believe that as these new lives come onto the marketplace and come onto the platform of development and really truly being able to affect change and bring value on a, on a global case and serving the, the needs of the rising billions, I really do honestly believe that the words in your book are going to give them a platform to go by and give them a transparent look in what it really means to take a mission, to take a vision, to take a goal, and to take a family on a trip that is not only going to accentuate and help their life and give them uh, economic independence and economic growth and to being able to uh, be a vessel to give back. It's going to give them growth into what's possible well beyond their own drip line. And I do honor you and thank you for, for developing this book and for sharing it with us. 
Well, thanks. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, you guys, right back at you. Um, you're both awesome guys, and I uh, really appreciate you being in my life. And, you know, to the audience, I really appreciate you listening in. And uh, anything I can do to help, uh, you know how to contact me uh, at my website and, and, and certainly through this, uh, through this show. So, you know, I guess on that note, can I say this, Alan? Sure. Do something nice for someone today. <laughs> there you go. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>